Live from, I don't know, this week's been a bummer. <laughs> it sure has, Bronson Fury. Uh, my name's Aaron Reynolds, and this is Super Gamecast 2. And uh, hey, y'all, if you've been following us for the past, I don't know how long. About a month. Uh, a little over a month. Yeah, this there's been some some WoW drama, some World of Warcraft drama. But if you go farther back than that, like, you know... You know, specifically with Bronson here, that uh, World of Warcraft love runs deep. Um, like there, you know, there's a lot of good stuff that came out of World of Warcraft, and technically, there still absolutely can. Uh, and you know, communities were built around this game. You know, uh, Sun Wu King, yo, what up? What How up, you doing son? this morning? Sun, oh, my sun, coffee's sun. too hot. I can't drink it. That's fine. Um, I had chocolate milk this morning. Oh, that sounds way better. And I have water. Oh, only get me a chocolate milk when I go out today. It sounds good, man. Uh, it's uh, good for your soul. <laughs> yes, maybe not good <coughs> for your body, but good for your soul. Um, but go on. Well, today's an interesting one. Uh, because we've been detailing this whole controversy with World of Warcraft regarding... Them just messing up the expansion, like just trying to put this thing out. Like Shadowlands came out and it was it was pretty good, right? It was like it was a good launch. Like you realize, like towards like once you got into the raid, that everything around the raid was kind of grindy, right? But, like, but yeah, like uh, like other you know. But then like the launch was good enough. Yeah, it was. But then time went on, and. Expansion wasn't or uh, patches wasn't weren't coming out, and then uh, once we got close and we started reporting on the news of what that patch entailed, uh, people weren't happy. They were very pissed off in a big, <laughs> big way. Um, it just seems like a game like a game that their developers were not playing, or I don't know, because like all everyone I I saw online is like this. You don't you don't make these changes if unless you don't play the game at all and you're just looking to extend people's time with the game and all all a hundred percent correct yes like yeah this this is not about this is not fun why anyway so it started it's st that started the meme of moving over to Final Fantasy fourteen I mean and, and like let us mind remind you that. Even before this, the classic community ended up being kind of pissed off as well. Because oh, they, really? Because they did two things to classic, if you remember. They had the, I remember one. They had the dark portal pass with this giant fucking lizard mount that wasn't in regular TBC. Yep. And the, I'll say this, the community really self-regulated that real quick. Because <laughs> if they see you riding on that thing, they will do slash spit. <laughs> so just everyone will spit on you. Jesus. Some people still ride it, though. Uh, but, I mean, sure. Yeah. But um, the other thing they did, and this was announced at the launch of it, and I didn't consider this that bad. And I'll okay. tell you why. Which was, they added a boost up to level 58, uh, which included... Um, they added a boost up to level 58, which included, uh, like... Really shitty, bad green gear, but gear that like you can at least quest in, 
and then like a tiny teensy bit of gold and your first mount. And that was okay. It. And that okay. was and there was nothing fancy. And people were fucking up in arms about this. They should have to level a character through classic in the snow uphill. And I'm like, bro, some people just want to play the Burning Crusade. Like, they don't really give a shit about vanilla. They, they, right. they and like they, they're just here. They, they don't want to go through the experience of going through vanilla. And I, you know, like Quinn's that person. And, like, that's fine. It's okay. Like, it doesn't diminish your accomplishments in vanilla. In fact, if anything, it gives you a... You have a massive jump on fucking every one of the people who boosted because you do so much more damage because you're actually geared and you have an epic mount and professions leveled and all this other stuff. Right. Like, yeah, no. That that person still has a lot of grinding to do. It's just so they can hop in and get into Outland with their friends. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's, and they, you know, yeah, it sucks that they make you pay for that. Just like <laughs> right. It. But still, like, it, it's, it's fine. Hey, right. Um, and, yeah, so those complaints, like, they were there, but. They weren't necessarily huge, but compared to what's going on to, in the to, modern the retail to, WoW. To 9.1 being a giant trash fire, and mm -hmm. then on top of 9.1 being a giant trash fire, they put out a new storm mount. Right. Which, for those of you who don't know what this is, it not only is a new storm mount, it has a unique special animation, it has unique animations overall, it's the, it, it, you, it looks like a fucking Articuno. <laughs> um... And what it's for, it's for subscribing. For, you get it for free if you subscribe for six months. Oh, right. And this is super shitty because mm -hmm. 9.1 damn well didn't have six months worth of content. Mm -hmm. In fact, and then as far as TBC is concerned, before I quit World of Warcraft... And that's for a later story. I have quit World of Warcraft. I I want to emphasize that. That sounds like that's the weirdest sentence I've ever heard escape your lips. Uh, it, dude, it feels okay. Weird. Okay, look, look, man, it feels weird. No, feels yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. We'll I, I, we'll I, get I, into that in a second here. Yeah, um, shit. but like, as someone who was like raid logging TBC, there's about another two to three months maybe, of content for people who want to catch up in the Burning Crusade if they're mm -hmm. playing it as their primary MMO. So, like, there's not six months of content here. There's definitely right. not. And, right. you know, cool, you get this mount, but, like, this is just to keep their engagement numbers up and their profits high. This is, mm -hmm. like, a actually nice promotion. And they've been doing this more and more. This shit didn't exist that much prior to Battle for Azeroth. Like, right. like you, you go and you look at, like, uh, I'll pull up the, the World of Warcraft mount history here. Hold on. Categories, okay. mounts, 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 mounts. So, like, let's see. They have done... When did the Wing Guardian come out? I need to double check the date on that one. Hmm. Um, okay, so that one came out during Legion. So, all right, so, to put this in perspective... 
They have done motherfucking four of these. Three mounts, one costume, since the launch of the Burning uh, Burning Crusade. Not the Burning Crusade, the, uh, since the launch of Battle for Azeroth. Okay. Oh, wait, no, five. I'm sorry, I forgot about Squeakers. Wow. Um, no, six, the Dreadwake. Excuse me. <laughs> sorry, they didn't have wow. those in order on the website. And I'm going to say six. I'm not going to count the seventh one because it was like the 15th anniversary thing. I'm not going to uh, sure. count that one. All right. Uh, so six versus the one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Five, six that came out in the other. See, Stormouts came out in 09, so. So six in seven years versus six in three. Okay. Like, that's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty Compared real to gross. what they've been doing, you know? Yeah. I, I, that's. And that does not include pets also that they've added since. Oh, right. Wow. So So Yeah, so they've been doing this this kind of behavior for a while. It was starting to just manifest in all aspects of the world it seemed. Um and uh you know, we have been detailing it. We've been following it. Uh and this last week uh what was it? The state of California came out with a, how, how long did it take? Did they say two years? Yeah, two years. Two year investigation. Two year investigation uh, detailing issues with uh, sexual assault or not a, was it sec- or sexual, sexual harassment. harassment? Yeah, uh, across the board. Yeah, and no, it, yeah, just uh, widespread for years and years before Activision uh, even came on, yep. uh, which is the real heartbreaking part. <laughs> and then the realest heartbreaking part is there's a story in which uh, one person is driven to suicide. There's because... also the the part yeah. that Activision got in on it too. Oh yeah, yes, right. No, just because it start this these things started before Activision doesn't mean Activision ain't in it. Oh no, Activision's um, in this too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bad stuff. Really bad stuff. Uh, and just people having being harassed and then not having their concerns met uh, because HR does not work for the human being. No, they, they work for the HR works for the corporation, and it's it's and, fucked. And, it's always been wrong, but it's just how these people operate. And it's like, fuck. Son of chat Bronson quit. Wow, that's so weird. It's, yeah. So, so in response to all this. It especially doesn't help that the response by uh, Activision Blizzard to this is like, we're sad that they went to went this way about it and these unfounded claims. And well, like, there's two responses, right? So, yeah, because you have that response, but then you have the J. Allen Brack response, who's mm-hmm. the the head of Blizzard itself, mm-hmm. versus Activision Blizzard, like gave the standard, "We're sorry, we'll do better." Blah 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 blah. blah. Right. Right. Oh. Um, and so that has led to two things. One, uh, has been a sit-in protest in the world of Warcraft, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I assume that's going on right now. Uh, but uh, it's it's and, led to a lot of things. Okay, so hold on. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you would know this better than I do. What, dude, I yeah, I've been keeping track of this super super hardcore. Break it down. Break um, it down. All right, so we have the actual court document come out and it details a bunch of specific shit, including like the the suit like. A female, uh, a female employee was harassed super hard, and they would do these like cubicle crawls where they would get drunk and like harass female employees, mm. and and then on top of that, like at holiday parties, apparently this woman had pictures of her vagina passed around, and then on top of that, like a company trip was happening, and like a woman killed herself there. And the dude her harasser was linked to had lube and a butt plug on his uh, car at the time. Lord. Okay. Um, and then you have Alex Afrasiabi, who was a long-time WoW uh, developer. He came in in 04, and, uh, and not only did he quit since 04... Uh, he he has a bunch of named shit in games. Uh, hold, mm. on, hold on in the chat. Uh, hey guys, do you think an RX 6600 will be a good option for $299? Hold on, let me check. <laughs> sure. Uh, RX 6600. Um, is it an XT or is it a 6600? Regular. Um, Just a regular. Just regular? Okay. Yep. Hmm. Um. Right, um Sorry, y'all. We like to help out our PC people. Yeah. Yeah, we that's that's why we're under the tag PC. XT one is three forty nine. Um Um, well, how much is a 2060 these days? Probably four mm. or five hundred bucks, right? I wouldn't know. Um, because it's 10% less fast than a 2060 Super. Putting okay. it and about dead even with a regular 2060. Um, so, like, given the market, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I you know um yeah so given the market that's not bad but also GPU prices and this is not guaranteed but over the next three months they're starting to tick down so you might be able to do better in a couple months but if you're just looking to strap something in a machine right now that isn't that you could do a lot worse Especially okay. for price, so okay, dude. I was on fucking Newegg last night, and they they're charging fucking like five hundred dollars for thirty sixties. It's <laughs> just like that's two hundred dollars above MSRP. Like fucking, what's we'll get back to the Blizzard discussion in a minute, everyone. Uh, like I said, we like to help our computer people. Yeah, desktop graphics cards. How much are they selling a six thousand series for on here? Hmm. Uh, Fucking lord. 
<laughs> um, wow, they don't yeah, even I, have 6600s on here. But a fucking 67 XT is 850. Fucking balls, dude. Okay. All right, let's see if I can find a 2060, because that is the closest comparison. All right. Um, to give you an idea of where this podcast is eventually going to go, I'm wandering around in Final Fantasy XIV right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, 2060 is like $530, so I, yeah, you're probably in good space. Not as playing Fuse, let's consider a card, not a current price. Do you think a 38 of... Uh, do you think a 3060 will be worth overpaying 30 bucks over a 600? I think a 3060 is going to have obvious performance benefits over a 6600. So if you can wait, then fuck yeah, get a get a 3060. Um, but like once again, this is all about availability. Cause, right. You know, like that's the that's the you know. That's the shit thing right now is it's not about like, cause right now I could get a 6,900 XT, but mm-hmm. I can, but I would also be paying $1,700. Seasmoff says, will it be that much better? You recently said they're dead even. No, I said a 2060. Yeah. 2060 ah. and a 6,600 are basically dead even. A 3060 is above both. Uh, a 2060, just a heads up, does have better ray tracing performance. Uh, though, I'm going to be honest, it's still not, like, great, so you're probably not going to use it much. So, you know, like, uh, in all honesty, you go either way, and the only advantage you really get with NVIDIA is more reliable drivers. So hmm. that's, yeah, that's kind of, like, more reliable drivers kind of the only real difference. Um, it's a big reason why I'm not looking at this 6900 XT and thinking like, yeah, it's okay. I might pull right. the trigger. Um, okay. So yeah, take that how you will. Wow, a 3070 is in stock for $700. That's actually <laughs> almost a deal. Fuck almost. <laughs> Prices are coming down, boys. Be patient. They're um, getting there. They're getting there. Getting there. Be patient. It's all right. <laughs> Uh, like that 1080, you can handle a little longer, buddy. Uh, just reminded, there. just reminded of that meme from like I sent you like a month ago of like how we'll look in 2022 with all our old video cards. Was, yeah, <laughs> I got your point. Thank you guys. Have a good evening. Have a good evening, man. We love seeing you. We love answering PC questions. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, all right. So sorry. Back to what Back to uh, the topic at hand. So, yes. and then Alex Jostrowski is a big name in World of Warcraft. Vibrates Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to fourteen in a minute. Um, <laughs> but, so, he was cited specifically in this about multiple cases of harassment and had in, at BlizzCon, had what was described as the Bill Cosby suite. Uh, and they had to have employees specifically keep him away from women. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Uh, there's that. Um, yeah, so all that shit came out, and then a bunch of different women with um, stories came out. Like mm-hmm. multiple, multiple Blizzard employees, current and past. Right. Came out and said some shit. 
Uh, so there's that, and then a bunch of women, and then Mark Curran came out and said some shit, uh, and then, but yeah, just tons and tons of proof, uh, from the state of California and, uh, people in the know, um, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, you know, even at, first off, Adam, uh, Holliskai un-fucking-locked his Twitter, to come wow. out and say some shit on it. And he even reposted an Asmongold video. Oh. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, Asmund did a bunch of videos on it. He was completely on point on the situation. Sure. Um, I, you know... Uh, he is a very good representative for the World of Warcraft community. Right. Um, even if he's a little bit of a bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, himself, uh, I, I, and the thing that I found hilarious about this, and he did too, is like, like for years, Blizzard hated his guts for not, you know, for being too bro, and for not being what they want from like a spokesperson, like right? Their number one streamer, yeah. But you know, he's never harassed a woman ever. He's actually always been as far very as I know, yeah, the female, well. From everything I've heard from that dude's few experiences in public, he is nothing but super polite to female fans and fans in general. He sure. is fucking like, and the second a wouldn't has he's ever made something feel someone feel uncomfortable, he stops. Mm. Uh, like I've heard nothing but good things. Um, okay, and, and this is this is what I this is what I uh, what he said during his stream, and he's just like, uh, he's just like, you know what. I get called a bad influence from them and all kinds of shit from them because I say big dick boys and I like female video game characters with big titties. But I'm not out actually harassing anyone or fucking ruining someone's life. Right. Yeah. Okay, but I'm the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, you know, I'm not going to lie. If I was him, I would have felt fucking vindicated as fuck. Sure. Uh, you know, like, I, I would have fucking, I would have been just like, hmm, okay, who's toxic now? You know, like, I can't, I can I wouldn't blame him at all. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, so it, it, it's been, so that shit came out, and then uh, just more and more stories keep coming out, bro. Uh, different women, different things going on. Um, yep. And there have been a lot of reactions to it. Sure. Uh, so I talked about how I stopped playing. So what yes, happened? Yes, you did. So what happened was, is I, I've been a Blizzard fan for a fucking long time. Okay, I have original Warcraft three CDs, bro. Right. Like I, you know, like I fucking, yeah, I'm a fan to say the least. Yeah. Like, yeah. was a fan of the work, not what was going on behind the scenes. Of course not. Um, and, like, I sat there and I'm like, fuck, I'm so tired of this company's bullshit. Yeah. Like, I'm so tired of the way they treat the fucking WoW, I'm so tired of the way they handle fucking monetization, I'm so tired of them ruining their fucking own games. Yeah. Um, I'm just fucking tired. Like, the Mm -hmm. only thing they have not ruined out of their current highlighted lineup, excuse me, is StarCraft II, because you can't ruin it. Um, (laughs) 
and here's the storm. Uh, right. And that's because like five people are working on it now. Yeah, that's because it's like five dudes. They just put out a they just put out a new event last month, and that event mm. is probably going to last four months because they got five guys working on the game. Uh, <laughs> they're doing a right. good job though, so yeah, that's all you know. So, uh, and then and then you have the China thing, the Blitzchung thing, the Blitzchung stuff, and which, then yeah, yeah, and now you have this. And I'm just like. Dude, I cannot support this company anymore. Right. Like, I just don't, like, just, if it was one thing, then I'd be like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Like, if this was the only bad news that was coming out of Blizzard, I'd be like, that's a bummer. I can do in-game protests, though. I can encourage change within the community. Like, whatever. That's what happened when the China thing happened. Right. But, like, dude, I just fucking can't. Like, it's just so much. It's, like, between the World yep. of Warcraft classic drama and, like, the community that happened there and the retail drama and the fact that, like, the way they handled Diablo 3 and the way they took pre-orders for the Warcraft 3 Reforged even though they knew it was going to be a shit show. Right, that also came out, yep. You know, the fucking, like, gross monetization of Overwatch... The even mm-hmm. grosser monetization of Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like Call of Duty is, I already knew it was going to be gross and exploitative, so I wasn't really like too. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty, you kind of know what you're getting into. I already, uh, yeah, I know what I'm buying every year. Um, yeah. You know, so like, yeah. So like, uh, you know, and then they also made, the thing is, they also make Tony Hawk, and they also yeah. make Crash Bandicoot, and they mm-hmm. also make Spyro. So, no, I'm not donating those either. Uh, I was going to buy Crash 4. I'm not going to buy Crash 4. Yeah. I'm done playing Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um, no, I'm done. Done. I, like, I am keeping Heroes installed as a good faith thing of like, all right, if you get better, I'm still connected a little bit. Right, right. Because um, that's the thing, like, Regardless of the actions of what's what's happened here, like these games have become integral to a lot of people's lives, and so uh, well, it's yeah, fucked. Super the whole fucked. reason I was able to do this is I logged on uh, to Guild Chat and Guild Discord uh, the day that it happened, and it was very unanimous that okay, hey, we're moving to fourteen. Right, like it was very much. Not the whole guild, because so we were a guild within a guild. Hmm. So like yeah. we we were a um, so like for example the um, we were a guild, and then we needed more people to do certain raids and content. So we became a guild, like within a bigger guild called Crucible, and then uh, we raided with them, had good times with them. They were very nice people for the brief time we interacted with them. Mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, we 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 just came in. We're just like, you know, we've all been trying 14, and we're having a good time here. Uh, this is gross in a big, big way. And we're already tired of Blizzard's bullshit in general. Mm-hmm. Um, let's make the switch. Um, and... Wow. You know, we're we're a and then like Anthony's been coming and helping us and 
like yeah, we're a ten person thing. Cool. Like, and that's you know that's what it is. That's wow. Uh, so yeah, Fallout is uh, continuing uh, right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the latest thing I saw was they got the person that they recently were hired for public relations stuff who was also Homeland Security advisor for George George W. Bush, which is a real fucking... And then uh, has only been there for four months and is the one that's like, I haven't seen much of anything. We'll Well, we'll do better. Four months, but... Yeah, first of all. Um, But, like, let's... You know, and then, like, they're... And, look, here's the thing. I understand if you're a member of the community and you, uh, you know, you're a member of the community and you can't leave because you're guild or that's just where you are, then, like, yeah, okay, do the in-game sit-in, I guess. But like, But, like, I'm also encouraging you to maybe explore other MMOs. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a conversation with someone on Twitter about this, and they're just like, okay, fine, don't enjoy FF14, but there's ESO, there's Guild Wars, there's SWOTOR, there's DCOU, there's Black Desert, like, fucking look into some of these, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, if nothing else, like, do don't stop talking about it if you want to see some change in this area like exactly obviously switching your activity to to a different game that goes to a different company would speak quite loud um but uh just talking about it i I understand if you won't like i totally get it like i did that during the hong kong thing. i was just like i'm not moving uh i will definitely be vocal about this i will yeah uh, let's see, uh, FF14 opens, uh, welcomes you with open <laughs> arms and walk around the horizon. Well, yeah, we've, look, we're going to get to the FF14 conversation in a minute. Because, yeah, we've just, we both been playing quite a bit of it, so. Yes. Um, I just hit level 55, um, but yeah. So, All right. Uh, so yeah, and former Blizzard leadership and current has come out and said things besides them. Mm-hmm. Uh, J. Allen Brack, because he's the current corporate head, and also was the one who was apparently slapped Afrasiabi on the wrist, uh, his kind of rings hollow. Yeah. Uh, as for the other two, so you have Mike Morheim, the corporate mm-hmm. president. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put out, he currently runs Dreamhaven. Um, and he was a founder of uh, Blizzard Entertainment, so he, he put out on the twenty third. My thoughts read, and it was a it was a text document, twit longer. I have read the full complaint against Activision Blizzard and many of the other stories. It has all been very disturbing, difficult to read. I am ashamed. It feels like everything I stood that I thought I stood for has been washed away. What's worse, and but even more important, real people have been harmed, and some women have had terrible experiences. I was at Blizzard for 28 years. During that time, I tried hard to create an environment that was safe and welcoming for people of all genders and backgrounds. I knew it was not perfect, but clearly we were far from the goal. The fact that so many women were mistreated and were not supported means that we let them down. In addition, we did not succeed in making it feel safe for people to tell their truth. It is no consolation that other companies have faced similar challenges. 
I wanted this to be different. I wanted this to be better. Harassment and discrimination exist. They are prevalent in our industry. It is responsible for leadership to keep all employees feeling safe, supported, and treated equitably, regardless of gender and background. It is responsible of lead- it is responsibility of leadership to stamp out toxicity and harassment in any form, across all levels of the company. To Blizzard, women who experienced any of these things, I'm extremely sorry that I failed you. I realize these are just words, but I want to acknowledge that women who had awful experiences, I hear you, I believe you, and I'm sorry to have to let you down. I want to hear your stories. I want if you're if you're willing to share them. As a leader in our industry, I can and will use my influence to help drive positive change and to combat misogyny, discrimination, and harassment wherever I can. I believe we can do better, and I believe the game industry can be a place where women and minorities are welcome, included, supported, recognized, rewarded, and ultimately unimpeded from the opportunity to make the types of contributions that all of us join the industry to make. I want the mark I leave on the industry to be something that I can be proud of. Mike. So, this one was better. Um, Yes. And I believe he... And here's the thing. I don't know how many of you have ever worked for a company the size of Blizzard. I have worked for three the size of Blizzard. All right. It is very fucking believable that the corporate president had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah. That is a very believable thing. Or if he only heard bits and snips... And was just like, yeah, okay, like, have HR handle it. Right. Like, th- that, you know, like, make sure everything gets taken care of correctly. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, then we have a girl who uh, worked for Blizzard uh, come out and say, uh, say, <clears throat> taking responsibility, apologizing for your role, and this is paramount, Mike, and I really appreciate it. When things really got bad in BNet, many of us felt abandoned by you, and what's worse, when I threatened when I was threatened with physical harm and panics they seen you about it. Hold on. Let me, let me um let's see, I was uh, so hold on. Uh about it, I was later reprimanded for doing that, completely ignored how terrified I was I was trying to save someone's life, had somehow put my job in jeopardy, and that I was going to be assaulted at work because of it, it felt like I was never getting erased, despite so. Many men in leadership and repeatedly excused for their behavior. Often made me feel sexual harassment was totally normal and not that bad. And even a compliment because of how normalized it was in BNet and in World of Warcraft. Uh, when I think specifically how many women after Asiabi harassed and assaulted, myself included, and how many people were traumatized by uh, Britton Becker, the toxic environment that Pierce's EA had for so many years, it's hard for me to think that uh, you couldn't have enabled it. So many people have to pay attention to tweets here. I do not want the ones who scampered away to go unnoticed, especially since many of them, including Mike, are still in the industry. Um, so, yeah, that's... You know... Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, and then... Let's see... But then also someone brings up like, hey, you know, Mike, you know, Mike didn't catch that email. And then, you know, that's just how HR handled it. You know, and once again, you know, if he saw that happen and let it go through, that's fucked. That's super fucked. But also on the other side, it is very likely 
dude saw an email and was just like, okay, what the fuck is this? Why is not HR not handling this? I'm I'm the busiest man in the one of the biggest companies in the world. You know, like it, it, it's it's one of the the big problems with uh, big companies is like if you don't have that set up properly, miscommunication right. happens, and and things you know when someone is not handling something the right way, it doesn't necessarily get to the people that that it needs to, and shit bad shit happens. Emily, um, you know I love seeing all the MMO news first thing in the morning. <laughs> Look, man, you made it a habit, huh? This is the last week, we hope. We said that last week. I, Well, I didn't know a fucking giant <laughs> fucking sexual harassment thing was going to come out of Blizzard. Uh... This time last week, I did not know that this week was going to be my last Ghoul's Lair. I know. Uh, like... I know. I know. So, uh, anyway... <laughs> um... And yeah, because like I think about like when I worked for AT and T, or like, and I was like in their main office, right? Mm-hmm. I could have emailed the president every day, and he would have noticed. You right. Know? Like, I, you know, that's part of it. The, and then also, you have the fact that typically, serial harassers are pretty good at hiding it. Uh, yeah. And gaslighting people. Gaslighting, especially. Unfortunately so. Mm-hmm. So, the other big name that came out of this, and he was always my favorite at Blizzard, uh, Chris Metzen came out and said some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he actually does seem surprisingly innocent. Um, you know, so we'll go through this. Um, And if you've ever listened to interviews with Chris on The Instance, which is an independent podcast, um, it's not surprising he would be the one most disconnected from all this bullshit. Because, like, he, the entire time he's had Blizzard, he's had, like, a wife and a family and, you know, other shit to deal with. Sure. You know, and then also the fact that he was on the creative team... Which was like he handled the story for every Blizzard game, mm-hmm. so he wasn't just working on like WoW or, and the, with the WoW team, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. Um. All right. Which man? You hear a lot of this shit go back to the World of Warcraft team. Um, really? That's like the most majority of it. Like it's it's everywhere. It's definitely through the entire company. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, like, World of Warcraft is definitely a large part of it. Man. Um, so. Um, so. Uh, we, f- so this is from Chris Metzen. We failed, and I'm sorry, to all of you at Blizzard, those of you who I know, and those of you whom I've never met. I offer you my very deepest apologies for the part I played in the culture that fostered harassment, inequality, and uh, indifference. There is no excuse. We failed too many people when they needed us. Because we had the privilege of not noticing, not engaging, not creating necessary space for the colleagues who needed us as leaders. I wish my apology could make any kind of difference. It can. After reading so many experiences that have been shared over the past few days, a lot of common things came out. I was conditioned to think it was normal. I never spoke up for fear of reprisal. I didn't trust HR. Nothing was going to change anyway. On and on it goes. Friends and colleagues, people I have valued and admired for years were directly harmed because I was not present enough to ask 
to listen to hear these stories when it mattered. I'm feeling the same shock, disgust, and anger that many of you are, and having trouble reconciling the place I knew, loved, and worked in for so long with the hard reality that has been presented over the past few days. It's like staring at two totally different worlds. But it's not. It's the, just the one world and the yawning disconnect between my perception from the top and the crushing reality of many of you experienced fills me with profound shame. Words are cheap. Not sure what grand sweeping promises really do either. A comedy starts with people, not corporations or platitudes or values. Cast an iron around a statue. Damn, roasting that statue up front, eh? <laughs> um, unless we meet, we as individuals, and by we, I mostly mean men, start to walk in greater awareness, compassion, and empathy for the women around us in our whole lives, uh, not just at work, then we, nothing changes. So many of us have women we cherish in our lives. I'm a father of three, including two daughters, and I want them to flourish in workplaces of their choosing. We shouldn't need a special connection to women in our lives in order to protect them, to listen to them, to give them space. It's not enough to say, I see you and I hear you and terrible things happen to women in and out of the workplace. We have to be present enough and willing enough to ask them uh, what their experiences are day to day and then do everything we can to support them with the respect, dignity, and opportunities they deserve. More than making the conscious choice to act on this, we must constantly and thoughtfully model this behavior around us, hold each other accountable, and be ready to be held accountable and listen to every stage of the game. Chris Metzen. Um, and then uh, Chris Metzen was um, at BlizzCon at least known to have to run panels with Alex Afrasiabi. Um, right. And a lot of people asked him about Alex. And he responded actually. Okay. Uh, as for Alex, I loved working with him and jamming in story meetings. He was someone I thought very highly of on the job, but we never interacted outside of story jams and such. I was never his boss. We never really interacted outside of the work or taking smoke breaks. We haven't worked closely together since Wrath of the Lich King. I never heard of a peep about him other than that he could be tough on his team or an asshole from time to time. So learning all of this this past week has just been utterly shocking, just reprehensible shit. Ugh. Um, and that's, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, and what really sucks is that this is also, uh, it, this is not confined to Activision Blizzard. No, uh, no. That just like uh, when I realized I posted that thing about like alternatives to Blizzard games, I know it's like League was on there, and I was like, no, don't play League, <laughs> don't play League. Riot, the, Riot for has, a couple different reasons, but yes, Riot, yes, but Riot is like as bad, if not worse, than this, like significantly so. So, like, yeah, but, like, go play Dota. Dota's great. Valve has a great work environment from everything I've heard. As far as we know, Valve's Valve's work environment is good. Yeah. I'm sure it is very dude-dominated because of, like, you know, like, their company that's been around as long as they have. But, like, I've never heard a bad thing about the women who work there, and, you know, I've, yeah. Uh Um, so, uh, yeah, and then... Uh, and then Steve, De- you know Steve uh, Dancer, lead narrative World of Warcraft and principal designer at World of Warcraft. Like many of you, our team's been going through a mix of outrages and sorrow. Been listening to another one, looking at uh, after our friends and finding ways to support and care for each other. Now we got to roll up our sleeves and fix this shit as a company and as industry. 
I'm not talking about platitudes and corporate bullshit. I'm talking about friends and colleagues working together to pull evil out by its roots. This is important mm. to us, but right now I gotta get back to my friends. One last thing is I'm not saying defend any company or industry. Don't speak up for companies, speak up for people. Our team has amazing, wonderful people who need support right now. And that's what I'm gonna focus on. Ugh. Um It's hard. Yeah. And there's uh there's there's a lot of these and there's a um you know, and then there's a, um, you know, in-game protest for people who are still playing the game. Yep. Uh, and there's, there's, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And, um, so. Yeah, and you thought the, the backlash was bad with the game being mishandled. Oh boy, oh. has it exponentially gotten worse now. Um, significantly so like it's I would not be surprised if these like let's put it this way this is the first time I've ever seen this this yeah. is the first time I've ever seen this happen on Twitch and I don't know if it'll ever happen again but last night it's not the case right now but last night there were more people watching Final Fantasy 14 than they were one. yeah it's back to normal today wow it was almost double in fact but uh, to, to but like for for a large period last night, that was the case. I mean, you know, is Asmongold on? No, yeah. no, he wasn't. Um, so, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. But we'll see how things shake out over time. It just it, this was a hell of a time for this to happen because this is post Shadowlands, mm -hmm. and that that's just been going bad right now. And then. Final Fantasy has just been doing really well, and Endwalker is coming out, which is the culmination of the story from the beginning of Realm Reborn to now. I and was so shocked at the amount of people who didn't seem to give a shit, also. Like, uh, when we mentioned it to uh, Crucible, a mm -hmm. very small handful of people were just like, oh, okay, whatever. And then most of them are just going to keep playing uh, WoW Classic. Um, yeah. But, um... Because, you know, those people... Those people exist, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know? Uh, I understand... I understand, you know, not... Not leaving the game because, you know, various reasons uh, for what the game is for you, but... Poof. Yeah. So... Um... Yeah. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Um... Uh, so, yeah, and then because of this, 14 and uh, its competitors seem to pick, continue to pick up rhythm. Uh, I do. I did post that chart. Uh, I'm going to go over that now. Okay. Uh, so some of you are like, I love Blizzard games, mm -hmm. but I need alternatives because of this bullshit. Well, for MMOs, you got a lot of options. Right. The big one is Final Fantasy 14, but if you don't like that, you got SWOTOR. You got ESO, you got Black Desert, you got fucking um, TC Universe, you got, uh, yeah, you got options. Yes. Diablo, you got Path of Exile, you got Grim Dawn, you got Gauntlet. Mm hmm. Hearthstone, you got Gwent, you got Magic the Gathering, which uh, that one's kind of debatable as far as exploiting the money portion. 
Sure. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. Uh, for Call of Duty, you got a lot of options. You got Halo, Titanfall, Battlefield, Apex, uh, fucking all kinds of shit. You got options. There are plenty of shooters out there. There's plenty of options there. Overwatch. You're looking for a very specific kind of shooter. You got Paladins, Team Fortress 2, and Quake Champions. Paladins especially. Really? Yeah. If you are looking for a very close Overwatch clone, Paladins has got your back. Okay. Heroes of the Storm. You got basically two options here. Smite, Dota 2. Uh, If you're willing to branch out a little bit, uh, Pokemon Unite may have got your back. (laughs) Right. Warcraft and Starcraft. Not many strategy games out there anymore, but there's Age of Empires, there's Halo Wars 2, and there's Gears Tactics. Mm. So, and that's uh, th- those are your alternatives, guys. Go out there and uh, check them out. There's some good games there. Indeed, lots of shit there. So, like that that shooter list. Mm-hmm. Choose between Halo or Titanfall or Apex Legends. That's a that's a wealth of good gaming right there. Yeah, that's uh, that yeah Battlefield even. I was playing Battlefield this weekend, actually, because I, like, wanted to look into Call of Duty alternatives. Mm-hmm. And, like, I forget how fucking awesome Battle is, feel is sometimes. <laughs> sure. Because, like, I'm, like, fucking sneaking up on this point, and I just see this Jeep fucking Dukes of Hazard over me land and just start gunning down people, and then it gets <laughs> shot by a rocket, and I run up to the flag, and I'm just hiding in this hole, capturing it. And, like, two dudes run up on me, and I kill them both. And I'm just like, <laughs> Fuck! Um, or, like, yep. when I saw, like, a tank just dominating people at this point, I snuck up on it, threw three pieces of Titan TNT on it when it didn't see me, ran into a hole, and BOOM! Oh, Man. dude, that game is so fucking cool sometimes. Yeah. That game is... It's very different from COD. I realize that COD is like, boom, perimeter, shoot, boom, 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 kill streaks. Versus yep. this, which is a bigger warlike experience. And, like, yeah, sometimes that warlike experience is boring. It's a lot of running, you shot, you die, you do nothing. But, like, when right. moments happen, like, like in that fucking trailer, uh, E3 this year, as an example, yep. they fucking happened. <laughs> um, right. So... Uh, like I said, our entire guild moved to Final Fantasy XIV. Man. Uh, yep. They've been having a great uh, time, too. They're, they're fucking streaming it right now. <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, how many people are on? One, two, there's four people. There's almost half the guild. Wow. So, um, like I said, we got a 10-person guild. Uh, Anthony is going to be joining us. Um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, man. It, it's, you know, I've been having fun with it. it it's... I'm looking forward to getting the first dungeon in Heaven's Ward, though. Because I feel like okay. it's been a while since I've been in a dungeon. Sure. Um, yeah, you know, so there's that. Um, you know, not much I really have else to say about it right now. Like, there are parts of it that they do better than Warcraft. There are parts of it they do worse. Um, sure. Like, I had the... Uh, you're going to find this. I had a fucking... So... There are lots of things in that game I just assume activate, like, World of Warcraft. But they don't. You're going to find this story fucking hilarious. Okay. 
I bought something on the marketplace for the first time. I bought 99 glamour prisms. All right. And I upgraded my pants and boots. All right. Um, and I'm like, all right, cool. I got to go to the mailbox to pick it up, right? So that's the first what? thing. All right. Because that's what happens in World of Warcraft. Yeah. When you buy stuff on the auction house, it goes to your mailbox. Right. So I'm just like, all right, so I have to go to the, and like, I have to go to the delivery Moogle, right? All right, cool. So <laughs> I can't find the delivery Moogle, which makes me feel just like a super noob. Sure. Because, dude, I used to be in a guild called Dude Where's the Mailbox. Yeah, Making yeah. Fun of that exact thing. So I'm just like, this is ironic. <laughs> right. Um, I even told, I even fucking told the fucking guild chat. Dude, where's the delivery move? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, it's not uh, it's not the easiest. Um, and and unlike WoW, it also doesn't have a um, a fucking guard in town. I can go to and be like, "Hey, guard, where's the thing?" And the guard's like, "Yeah, the things over there." Right. Um. You know, so I'm just like, "Fuck, where do I go? Where's this fucking move?" And I'm like, "All right, well, I know for sure where one is in fucking Ulda." Or, yes, know, yes, the major cities. So, yeah. like, fuck it, I'll go there. And I fucking go there, and I go to the mailbox, and nothing's in it. And I'm like, the fuck? I just bought these items. Do I have to, like, wait, like, vanilla? Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? And then I, like, go on Google, and it's like, nah, dude, it just goes into your inventory. Yep. And I'm like, oh. You just get it. Okay, <laughs> then. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah, like that's 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 better. Sure. Um, yeah, there are some differences for sure, and it's gonna take some take a little bit to adjust. Yeah. So uh, there was that. Um, thinking about investing in my first profession, I don't know when. Right. Um, so there's yeah. that. Uh, so yeah. Um, what happened to Blizzard? Oh, oh dude, I was Vulcan Beret. You, you picked the wrong time to come in. <laughs> All right, let me uh, just give you a quick rundown. Sum it up. Sum it up. Shadowlands has been shit, and it's going to continue to be shit. They have a giant sexual harassment suit that dates back almost decades mm -hmm. um, against them, and they've been doing a bunch of other bullshit. I'm done. Done. Uh, a Realm Reborn is kind of slow. Everything picks up at Heavensward. So I just started Heavensward. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm level 55. I'm a bit into Heavensward. I'm having a good time. I did Shiva on Extreme Mode, though. Nice. Realized. Uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. I haven't done a single Extreme thing. I've been very much. It's not as not like crazy as you would think. Okay. Okay. The, like, you definitely need to know what's going on. Like, I do recommend, like, watching a video or, like. That's what I was thinking was, like, pulling up an Extreme guide uh, yeah, so, the first time I decided to do it because uh, I'm going to tell you right now later on there's a thing called Wondrous Tales it's a book you pick up and you do certain tasks and it gets you some rewards uh, each week it renews each week and like half of them I looked are like extreme dungeons or trials I'm like fuck okay <laughs> I well I guess I'm not getting half of done I still need to unlock a bunch of the extremes for a realm reward. Sure, yeah, same. I got so, a few, but so 
there's that. Yep. Um, yeah, man. It's bad times. <laughs> um, just Blizzard God. just hammered. God Ham- damn, dude. Hammered. And just, yeah. Gaming industry needs to do better with that. I mean, you know, industry in general should do better with that. Um, and I hope some real change comes of this. Because, uh, God fucking damn it. Right. Um, and, like, Blizzard, you know, faltering to this degree, I would think would be a wake up call to everyone. But we'll see, right? I just. Ugh. Talk about it. Move games if you can. Uh, if you can't, talk about it. And that's that's all we can do. Yeah, basically. Uh, so, but yeah, and expect more. Always expect more. <laughs> but uh, yeah. On the other side, yeah, we've been playing lots of Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I don't know if we want to get into our time playing or if we want to continue with what little news we do have. Um, uh, let's get the let's get the news knocked out. Let's get um, the news out of the way then, real quick. Uh, yeah, I'll do one more pass. Uh, so they announced a they announced the Dead Space remake. Hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that. So is it like a full on like remake or yeah, is it a remaster? It's a remake. Wow. They're doing a full on remake. Look, man, I never played Dead Dead Space Three. Mm. Um, I just remember looking at the trailers and thinking like it was taking the Resident Evil route of more and more action. It was like that okay. you, were, you were correct. Okay. Yep. Um, and so I just for I just went without it. Uh, but those first two bed uh, Dead Space Dead Space games um, mm-hmm. are really good. Uh, I love the idea of having a gun where you cut limbs to try and defeat your alien enemies. Especially Dead Space. Like, Dead Space 1 was cool, just, like, jumping on a train and going from area to area. And then Dead Space 2 was this God of War one... God of War Half-Life, like, one-shot move through this story. And both were fantastic. Um, I would like to see Dead Space come back. Uh, So... uh, I'm not itching to play... Uh, I, I would. I want to see a trailer. I want to see what it looks like. Um, but yeah, sure. Yeah, Dead Space has been kind of dead. So, and there's uh, more they can do with that. Yeah. No. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I thought that first game was really good. Didn't really care for the other two. Um. So yeah, I would love to see them do the first one well and over again. So yep. That's, you know, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, not much else going on as far as that's concerned. As far as news is concerned. Um, yeah. You know, like slow news week. Other than the massive pouring of Blizzard drama from the week, the entire week, just every day, like every day, log in and see some shit. Yep. Like it. Um, yes, and on his long-term fam, that was, uh, something to see. Real bummer. Real <laughs> fucking awful. Um. Yeah, um, you know, so there's that, uh, there's, you know, uh, 
I think that's kind of it as far as uh, news went this week. Unless anyone has anything they want to bring up. Like, they put out that new GTA V uh, patch that like I actually kind of want to check out with okay. Anthony. Because it's all about tuners and street racing. Alright, alright. That's cool. So like we could do a like, street night. Fucking, uh, Led by Anthony. Yeah, it, Fast and Furious. Super Gamecraft Fast and Furious led by Anthony. <laughs> um, oh uh, my god, hey, this is actually a new story. Okay. I missed this one. Um, the chip shortage has caused strain among multiple industries, and Intel CEO says it could continue well into 22 with supply issues stretching all the way to 2023. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fun. Great. Isn't that just nice? Well, damn. <laughs> all right. Fine. Could be worse. Whatever. Yep. Could be worse. Could be worse, but fuck. Uh, Could be a lot better. I saw some people buying some chip companies. Um, people, you know, corporations buying chip companies. Because, um, man, this is bad. Uh, I don't know. My, my, my computer's handling things okay. We, we got our computers put together at the right time. Yeah, like, I would love to start digging into 4K stuff and really... Like pumping it up, but like I know I can't. So, yep, is what it is. Yep. Um, is that it for news? Kinda, yeah. Do you know about the play date? What do you mean the play date? So there's a handheld called the play date that is coming no. out. No. Um, it's a it's a quirky gimmicky thing. Like the biggest video game news thing about it is that uh, the guy who made Return of the Oberdin is making a game for it. I mean, that's um, cool. The idea is it's 180 bucks. It's this like square, Game Boy esque looking thing with a crank on the side. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's 180 bucks, but the idea is you get like one or two games a week or something like that, or one or two games a month. I forget. Um, you get a bunch of games that come in slowly, and it's a one bit graphics, which is Return of the Oberdin graphics, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and they also are going to release a game maker thing on the browser so you can make your own games for it um, anyway pre-orders for that start next week and I've been noticing some game dev some game industry people uh, Just are interested in it commercial viability is important <laughs> yes and this is not it yeah um, you know like that. that's straight up the origin story of this is that they're a software company and they wanted to celebrate like an anniversary or something and they're like, oh, let's make hardware. I don't know. That seems ridiculous. Um, and that's what they're doing. So we'll see if that works business-wise. Um, I'm not expecting much from it, but I just think it's neat. No, I... I yeah, that is be where I would put it as well. Yeah. Um. So, oh, yeah. And then uh, Pokemon Unite came out. Yeah, I played that. Yeah, I'm how is that? It's fine. I dominated in it though. 
<laughs> you just score money. Yeah, so unbelievably hard. Sure. Like, uh, let me tell you about the fact that hey, guess what? If you have experience in MOBAs and you go into that game against people <laughs> who have little to no experience in MOBAs, yeah, you will fucking crush their spirit and their right. will to live. Uh, like straight up. Is Absol available from the get-go? Uh, I don't know. I would have to check. Okay. Alright. So, uh... Um, Bray says it's, uh, pretty fun with friends. Uh, Aura is broken. <laughs> yeah, Zeraora being a legendary Pokemon would be broken. I'm not surprised. Um, let's see. Let me... Let me pull up the score I sent last Ray last night. Because okay. it doesn't work like other MOBAs where you have lanes and towers to destroy. Oh. Is you, you kill creep and you kill their players and you get like balls and then you have to go into your enemy's like tower slash hearing area and deposit the balls. So yeah, I scored 233 of our team's 515 points last night. Nice. Won, and yeah. I had 16 kills. The next wow. closest kills was four. And it was oh the Gengar on the other team. Woo. Wow. So, Absol is there. Okay, good. Good. Okay, yes. When I, when Snor I jump in, that's who I'm maining. Snorlax and Gengar are also there. Blaziken isn't, so I had to find a Blaziken. Blaziken isn't. Wow. But I, so, right. yeah, that's why I did Score Bunny, because I had to find a Blaziken substitute. Greninja there? Yes. Okay. Yes, is uh, Lucario there? I don't remember. All right. But I do... Also, when people say Greninja, I just think of Smash Brothers. The way Smash Brothers says it, Greninja. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all I think of. Uh, just Greninja. Lucario is in the game. Okay. Yep. Rad. Good. That's a fan favorite. So. Um. Cool. Yeah, I intend to check that game out. Uh, despite not being much of a mobile person, I'm very much a Pokemon person. So. Yeah, so, and I, I had fun with it. It's it's simple. It's really simple. Sure. It's for kids, right? Yeah, like, it, it's, you know, it, it, like, I, you know, we always joked uh, that, like, oh, Heroes is, like, my first MOBA, but no. no <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not definitely not anymore. All right. Uh, so. Alolan Ninetales. Wow. All right. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's Fancy. fun. Um, so. Yeah, Pokemon Unite. Uh, so Baby's first MOBA. Yep. Cool. Uh, so then you have... Uh, then then I'm speaking of Switch games, I played Skyward Sword HD. That's right, you finally got into that. How is it? Um, pr so, of all the Zeldas that needed significant improvement from an HD remake... Mm -hmm. This one was it, and they did it. Cause all right, let, let's let's look at all the the HD Zelda. The the like they they've remade every 3D Zelda now, except Breath of the Wild. Ocar wow. Ocarina of Time added a help stone and some more direction in the Water Temple. Okay, that's mm -hmm. not that much work, and it looks better. All these look better. Mm -hmm. Majora's Mask. Okay, Majora's Mask did get a lot of work put in. It added a journal. It added a better clock. It added better time travel setups. So that was the other one that kind of needed, like, some help, and yeah. it got the help. 
Wind Waker, they shortened the Triforce quest and they made sailing faster. Not much, really, they had to work on there. Bad, they really didn't even need that much work visually. Um, they added a lot of bloom. Uh, ah. Tw Twilight Princess, they cut down, honestly, on the bug hunt thing. Which, I mean, that was mm. nice, but, like, you know, like, yeah, fine. And then, like, this one just... Had so much shit that needed to be, like, peeled away. And because of that, it makes a significantly better game. And quite frankly, if you're going to play Skyward Sword, for the love of God, don't play the Wii one. <laughs> right. Like, okay, let's, like... Because, here's the thing, if you're going to play Ocarina of Time, playing that 64 version is still fine. The Water Temple's just a little harder. Mm -hmm. You know? Same thing with, like, all the other ones besides, like, Majora's Mask. The difference is not that big. But, like, in this case, like, they don't do mandatory dialogue. So you don't have to talk to every single fucking person in town on your run-through. Uh, you, when you pick up an item... It only describes what it does the first time, unless you was set otherwise. Uh, you can skip most of the tutorial if you want to. Mm -hmm. You don't That's need, nice. yeah. You don't need to use motion controls. You know, like, like that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, uh, you know that like like yeah. Th this is those are all things that like made the original Skyward Sword fucking irritating and obnoxious and just not fun to play. The yeah. the coolest the coolest thing about Skyward Sword to me was the motion controls specifically to wield the sword and attack based on those defenses. Mm, and that's uh, still there. It's still good. That, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like having to readjust every time, but that's just a thing with motion controls. It loses track. It's just... It's, it it's better on the Switch. It's a lot better. Good, good. Um, um. Yeah, it. Uh, so I'm glad they fixed that. Yeah, that game absolutely needed some some help. And I think we talked about this last time. Is uh, you know, I I had run out of steam on the traditional Zelda. What's weird because you didn't last one of those. But also, didn't you not play most of those? Well, right, like, it was, you know, it was, I enjoyed 2D Zelda more than 3D Zelda, and then, like, even then, it wasn't, I don't know, Zelda games just never really hooked me, I've tried. Um, That's fair. Over and over, and Skyward Sword I was really excited about, because of the art style, the art style was fantastic, um, but, of course, being on the Wii, uh, was pretty damn muddy. Yeah, that's um, also fixed. Thank God. The, oh, that's it, awesome. It, and it runs at 60 now, too. Oh, that's uh, great. Good. Did you all see the OLED Switch? Yeah, not... Mm, most likely not getting one. Like, yeah, uh, I was hoping for more, unfortunately. Uh, I know they have a trade-in thing that they're offering, but I'm just not willing to spend that much to upgrade uh, my Switch. And I actually use the portable version. Yeah, like, like, as someone who only uses the portable version when, like in the hospital or traveling <laughs> right like mm, is what it is yeah um but um yeah i'm glad i'm glad for skyward sword i'm glad it got the the facelift it needed um 
I will say that, um, so yeah, I, I think that, the, so, also, I feel as though Skyward Sword came out at a really awkward time, their first one. Like when, what, well, yeah, what year was that? So it came out in 2011, so, so like, that game I felt got rushed, mm-hmm. because it had to come out for Zelda's 25th anniversary. It okay. had to come out that holiday season because if it comes out next holiday season, it's launching with the Wii U. Okay. Um, and just because of this, a lot of shit got rushed, and like it's also like on the Wii, so it's like just barely keeping its shit together. Mm-hmm. You know, and it you know just kind of you know didn't didn't live up to what it needed to be because of that. I feel partly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's my first take, and then I think that's proven by the fact that I had to fucking. I remember this last night. I was just like, because I was having this exact thought. I'm like, didn't they have to put a patch out, but they couldn't patch it because it's a fucking Wii game, so they had to like, <laughs> right do some shit. <laughs> and I sat there for just fucking forever trying to remember what they did. Mm-hmm. And it finally dawned on me, and I looked it up to see if it was true, uh, which was they had a fucking, uh, they had a, the, so you know, like, they had the Wii had different channels? Right. They had, like, the Zelda save, like, save game data fixer channel, and you'd log in and it would download the patch for you. <laughs> to make this even better... You're probably wondering, like, well, the Wii wasn't really, like, the Wii was an online console, but it wasn't, Mm. as you all know. Yes. So, like, what did they do otherwise? And what you could do is you could send into Nintendo, like, your fucking Zelda, like, like, box key, and they would send you in uh, an SD card with the patch. That's incredible. I think they also had to do something like this for uh, Other M as well, if my memory (laughs) serves. I love that Nintendo is just... They'll be doing stuff with the Wii and the Wii U pushing technology and then are just so far behind in usage of internet. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, it's because like that technology they're pushing isn't, like, fully new technology. I mean, sure, but no one else is doing it. Well, yeah, because, like, they're using Blue Ocean to use, Mm. like, existing tech in new ways to, like, see if they can do something. Um, But it's so funny that they elect to do that when it comes to the hardware side, and then when it comes to handling video games through the internet, they just don't well, they're afraid. They're afraid of losing control. Nintendo's all about control, bro. I know they are. I know they are. But they have to realize at some point that that on in that respect they are not handling it well. Then they haven't handled it well for years. They are mm-hmm. still not handling it well. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. And Xbox has been doing this shit, and PlayStation's been doing this shit. I mean, yeah, Xbox is like king of the internet. Right. Like they, they, they. They better than Sony or Nintendo understand the fucking 
immense power of the fucking internet. Right. Um, and that's only that 360 came out, and like you had your gamer tags and your achievements and all that shit. Like they understood better than fucking anybody what like having a profile attached to you does. Right. Like they they knew they 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 knew automatically knew like they they were ready to go with that shit. And like Sony didn't have it as much, but they were still they still had their adapter they could sell you to play some online stuff for SOCOM or whatever. Right. Like you could play like you had to buy an adapter and like run a disc and like mm-hmm. do and like it was still like you would have a they had a dial up version still. But like yeah. the original Xbox, like like Ethernet only bitches. <laughs> right. Like in the oh, year two thousand one. Which what was like broadband saturation in two thousand one? I want to hear this. Okay, in two thousand one, only fifty five percent of adults had access to internet. Wow, just internet in general. Yeah. Um. Two thousand one was a long time ago. That was 20 years ago. 20 fucking years ago. I lost to 20 this year. Um, <sighs> most of the people using the internet made over 50k a year. Okay. In fact, if you had, if in fact, if you had, uh, in fact, it was 60 percent of people at minimum were making 50k if you're using the internet or mm-hmm. a household at least. Um, let's see. Um, trying to find broadband saturation statistics. Hold on. Um, I'll try broadband usage in 2001. Very curious. Um, yeah, I just, it will always bother me, uh, Japan's issue with, uh, rollback and Japan's issue with just internet usage in general when it comes to video games is so behind the times. All right. So Uh, found it. I found it. All right. All right. So this is, uh, so this is, um, Adoption of broadband the internet between 2000 and 2011. So this is September 2001. This is two months before the Xbox launches. 9% of the United States had broadband. Wow. To put this in perspective, when Xbox, a year after Xbox Live came out, 20%. So that was right in the middle of all that. Yeah. Now, you want to hear which is why when you went into Microsoft, when people went into meetings, people were and people were like, hey, man, you did put an internet cable on the fucking the Ethernet cable on the Xbox. Fucking people in the the business side of things were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but they ended up being right. And right. by the launch of Halo 3, it was 51%. And the launch of Halo Reach, it was 68%. Wow. 
so where are we uh, at now with broadband uh this server this thing cuts off at 2011 fuck but uh hold on let's get these answers you gotta figure out how to because the next thing that that uh these companies are trying to push is being able to stream video games um and we are not where we need to be for that to be super viable um so 71 percent 71 now yeah which is okay. barely ahead of where it was in 20 yeah so there was there was basically no point in updating that <laughs> um, um yeah we uh, this goes back to something we've said a couple different times on this show is man do we need some heavy investment in our inter- internet infrastructure only it's only yeah. that i also think that it's just the fact that like you know like be it via state money federal money or private money no one wants to go out to places like fernley sure or rural kentucky and be like hey we're going to install a fucking 2 million dollar internet tower so all 500 of you people can use it. Right. Uh, like, uh, that's that's the reality of that situation. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, which sucks. Like, yeah, I, I think, you know, people will benefit quite a bit from having access to real good internet. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Regardless I mean, of where like, you are. I mean, like, even here, like, I don't think internet is good enough in cities for what, considering the, the infrastructure. There are buildings I have lived in in the city of Seattle that the highest I could get was 12 megs, which that's disgusting. Is, is not terrible, but like, are you kidding me? That's that's that is terrible. That's disgusting. I mean, I can get stuff done. Like, I could play an MMO, but like, uh, mm, come on. Let's see. Yeah, if you live in a house by yourself, maybe. <laughs> Like, oh, I mean, I was by myself. I was in a studio. Yeah, see, like, that's... Uh, yeah, if you fucking have more than one person living there, that's a joke of a... Yeah, the moment there's another person, like, we're f- you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the... Yeah, like, the... Because like, let me tell you, we have two very active internet users in this house almost at all times. Right. And, like, we're running a hundred, and it's still, like, could be better. Yeah, yeah. And if both um, of us are streaming, you can't do anything else on that network. That, yeah, not not only are you active internet users, you are both streamers. Yeah, so... Uh, so, shit. Like, what? No, not happening. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, the building that I lived in was built in 1928. It is a concrete block. Yeah, man, this house was built in, like, 1910. So Yeah. But, you know. yeah, you, you have a probably have an easier time with people coming in and messing with stuff. Yeah, well, yes, uh, because it is a house. That is the, yes. that is the the one advantage there. But regardless, like this city among most should be able to. Well, yeah, Seattle's a cultural fucking hub. It's like the it's like what the fifth or sixth biggest biggest city in the country. It's like I mean, it's, when you when you visited like the biggest cities, it doesn't feel like it should be that. But when you consider that Amazon and Microsoft are here doing their shit, it's it's pretty well, big. So, like, all right, what's bigger, Seattle, San Francisco, or uh, 
Yep, San Francisco. San Francisco, LA, New York, New York, Chicago. LA, Chicago. And that's about it. I guess I haven't been to many big cities, so I can't. It's like you could, that. you could like make an argument for Miami. Like is it? maybe Miami. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know Kansas City. I'm just I'm purely judging based on the skylines that I've seen before, like sports games. <laughs> I've been to a God, lot. Of, that city seems bigger. I've been. Right, well, hold on. Biggest U.S. city. So I mean, we can find out. The buildings are coming, I'll tell you that right now. Ugh. Just cr just cranes. Cranes all over the place. Seattle is... And this is by population. Mm -hmm. uh, Seattle is 18th. 18th. Yeah, that sounds about right. Just behind San Francisco. Uh, enough to be enough to earn a place as one of the thirty teams in your professional sports league, but uh, it's seventeenth in population density. Yeah. As for mileage, uh, you want to talk about density though. Uh, New York wins everything by a country mile. It's yep. not even close. Yep. Um, I don't know how people fucking live there. I'd kill myself. <laughs> Let's ask Thomas one of these days. Uh, Texas, I imagine, does a lot of work. Texas has a lot. Texas has quite a few in the top ten. So does California. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Let's see. If you're looking at... So it goes New York, LA, Chicago, Houston, Phoenix, surprisingly. Philly, sure. San Antonio, San Diego, Dallas. Austin, San Jose, Fort Worth. Jacksonville, Columbus, Charlotte, Indy, San Fran, Seattle, Denver. All right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Hmm. I forget about how big some cities are. You do, man. You really do. Yeah. Like, let's see if Reno's on here. Top 200 cities. Is it the biggest little city? Reno is 81. Okay, and that's top 100. It's right below St. Petersburg, Florida, and right above Laredo, Texas, and Scottsdale, Arizona. Most famous Reno's been has been in Reno 911, and when Mr. Burns blocked out the sky, and Krusty came back and said, "I just got back from Reno. What's going on?" Oh, oh, yeah. Lordy. what a city! What a city! Came back, came back a couple years ago. Now saw that they changed the sign from red to blue. <laughs> I don't even, I don't recognize this place anymore. Apparently, uh, hmm? uh, yeah, no, it's and its population is growing fucking massively. Is that Reno? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Tesla coming in. Ugh. And then the amount of renters has gone up way more versus homeowners. Yeah. So. Which, from what I hear from my parents' friends, uh, homeowning right now in Reno is pretty cool with property values going up exponentially. Yeah. Okay, let's put this in perspective uh -huh. for everyone how bad it is <laughs> in Reno, or good, depending on your, your fucking worldview and your, you know, your living situation in Reno. Uh-huh. 
my parents bought their house for $120,000 in the year right. 2001. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. Last I checked, all right, last I checked, it was worth over half a million dollars. In fact, I just pulled it up. Now, to be fair, the, the people who, who got a hold of it put some work into it. They put yes. some new floors in, uh, and they busted out my parents' back wall to put, like, a door to the backyard out. But everything else is basically the same. Same paint job, same everything. And Man. it is currently ballpark estimate... Five hundred seventy-five to five hundred ninety-two thousand. That's incredible. I want you to know that this isn't a huge, ridiculous, massive house. This is something right. I grew up in. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath. <laughs> it's sixteen hundred square feet. Which, yeah, like it's not like ridiculous. It sounds amazing to me now as someone who's been living the apartment life for for way too long, but uh yeah, no, that's not that's not ridiculous, but now but and for, you have to also have to understand for people who do not live in Reno, like Reno's not like it used to be a bit lot cheaper to live there. There wasn't Well, yeah, much I, going I believe on. there might be a rent. Yeah, okay. So like there was a, so to put this in perspective, all right. Put it in perspective, Bronson. Let's put this in perspective. Uh, this house was last sold in 2015 for $290,000. Oof. So, has it doubled? It's 29 times 2. Holy hell. It has basically doubled in in six fucking years. <laughs> the property value of this home has doubled. Now it's in a great location. It's it's you know it's it's fucking on you know like within a mile of downtown, like a mile and a half. Right. But like I want you to think about that. Like holy shit. You know, yep. it's 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 you know, it's in distance of really good schools and all this other shit. But like holy fucking lord, six years doubled in value. Yeah. Okay, let me let me get and let's get this thing's price history. Uh correction, my parents bought it in two thousand for hundred and twenty thousand. Okay. It was December though, so that's why I thought. Okay. Now it sold Mm-hmm. Uh, it sold right before the recession at 286k, which was that's when that's when housing was uns, an unsustainable bubble. Mm -hmm. That's the last, and it went up double in eight years. Man, then it hung around 190,000 until from 2008 to when it was last sold. For 300k, or you know, 290k, in 2015, and now it is being listed for 575, going on up to 592 thousand dollars. Yep. 
Reno, Reno's on the up, up and up, for better or worse. Fuck this city. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's madness. I, I actually need to ask Quinn. Like, I'm so curious what Quinn's old dad's house is worth. Because Quinn's dad had like this nice, ridiculous house up in Collin Ranch. Oh, okay. I can't imagine what that would be worth right now. Right, right. Um, and so anyway, we got uh, we got other stuff uh, that we do. We play anything else besides that in Final Fantasy? So I just want to talk about my Final Fantasy stuff real quick. Yeah, you uh, hit level I, cap, right? I I did hit level cap, and I finished Shadowbringers 5.0 Shadowbringers. How was uh, how was the ending? Goddamn. God damn, that's a fun, that's a fun, good time. Uh, that last area is extremely my shit um, in terms of Son like of what, hey. what that place is talking about. Yay, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I just love what they were talking about, the ideas behind it. Shadowbringers is just a cool ass expansion for sure. Uh, best one yet. And uh, now I got a lot more. Now I'm doing the thing where it's like, okay, for me to go through 5.1, I need to be at a certain gear level that I am not at. So it's like, all right. So now I got to uh, assemble a list of things I've got to get done uh, to uh, get my gear level up. Right now I'm at 424. Chat, no I need for to... extremes and savages. I know. Well, yeah, specifically extremes, because again, I have my wondrous tales, which gives me uh, currencies and other rewards that I need to upgrade and uh, it takes up half of my wondrous tales. So I, I'm going to have to start learning some extremes. Uh, but yes, but now I'm like, all right, so now I got the Avalis raids that I've got to unlock. I'm, I've about, th I finished three quests in that. I've got nine more to go there. Um, I'm in the middle of uh, actually earning some currency right now, which thankfully is just brain dead easy so I can, you know, do the podcast. Um, let's see over here. Yeah, I gotta buy Crystarium gear to get me up to 490, and that's gonna take me a bunch of stuff. I need to get Crypt Lurker gear after that to get me up to 520. Um, I need to do the Pixie Beast Tribe stuff. I need to do the Twinning and Academia and Niter, uh, to unlock level 80 Roulette. Um, and then, uh, Eden Raids. Uh, I'm, I need to get to level 425 to start my Eden Raids, which I'm hoping I'll be able to buy as soon as this podcast is over, uh, to make that happen. And then there's just a bunch of other stuff. There's now we're getting into it. Now, ooh, I'm excited. This game is, has completely snagged me. I can't stop. Good, Help me. Good. I was good. in the supermarket. I was buying my groceries, and I heard a sound that was eerily similar to the sound that's made when an enemy targets you. And I tensed up. I'm like scanning my fucking food. I'm like, oh. I didn't do anything. I'm not trying to do combat. What's happening? And that's just happening. That's that's where things are at now. I'm deep in it. Good. Um, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so then August, September, October, then November, and Walker comes out. That's about, that's about the time that we have to get through our stuff uh, before that happens. So... You'll you'll be hearing about Endwalker on this podcast when that comes out, um, and you'll be probably be seeing us joining each other's servers, hopefully. 
That's the hope, anyway. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on right now. Uh, I have not really been playing much of anything else. I've played some Mario Golf with some friends uh, for a game night. Um, and Mario Golf is fun and ridiculous to other people. It's not especially deep or anything, but, you know. Yeah, it's a fun uh, time. Yeah. Yes, also, cross server, cross world, cross data centers coming, hopefully. Also, I did forget to mention the thing from some shit in the Blizzard drama. Oh, cool, great. Do not <laughs> rag on content creators who are continuing to play World of Warcraft. Yeah, man, like, look. Look, they hitched their pony to that horse. Yeah. In a way that we choose not to do. Right. Um. Because of that, that's how they make their fucking living. Mm-hmm. So, for example, right now, there's a bunch of people, like, with, you know, 2,000 people watching him run Gruel, for example, uh, on stream. This Payo guy. Mm-hmm. That's probably his income. Yeah. I am not going to shit on him for this. Same thing, I'm not going to shit on... Like, Talios and Nevertel for doing WoW videos if they do continue to do them. Because I understand. Right. Do not shit on people who want to continue. And to be fair, most of these people think it's fucking horrible and disagree with it and are yeah. doing their part to have changes as well. So, I almost forgot about that shit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Streamers are trying to trying to make their place in content creation um, and World of Warcraft was the avenue that they took long before this stuff happened. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Also, funnily enough, uh, Mad Season Show, uh, this was prior to the discrimination stuff that came out, but uh, is uh, quitting WoW. Wow. He's a very wow. popular guides maker and mm-hmm. World of Warcraft content creator, but like, uh, yeah, he's he's done too. I mean, what do you think the future with Asmongold is? He, you know, he was already experimenting with Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, I think I think I think he becomes a general MMO content creator. Um, Which he was doing that with on the King, right? That was kind of like the idea. No, that was kind of, that that's just an org. That, oh, that's okay. that's like, but like. But, like, One True King is an org. That's which, you know, they'll do a bunch of different stuff. But, like, okay. I think for his personal channel and brand, uh-huh. I think he's going, like, I think between this draw, like, I think he's always going to be a Warcraft fan and probably yes. come back to it. But yes. I think he's really into Final Fantasy right now. He was mm-hmm. really into New World. Uh, mm-hmm. Ashes of Creation, he went fucking bananas for that beta. Uh, I could see him turning into... A general MMO streamer. I think that's a good call, especially with uh, the Eternal um, uh, MMO that I'm forgetting the name of. Um, I'm forgetting, but there's Ashes Some, of Creation. Uh, or Ashes of Creation, that's what I'm thinking of. Which, yeah. That game looks great. That game looks awesome. I think he'll be covering that extensively. So, Anything that the old WoW crew puts out, I imagine he'll check out. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure he'll check out classic you know, uh, whenever they put out new stuff. I'm sure he'll. I think right now though he's probably going to step away from that for a bit. Um, I know that um, 
you know, and, I, and I'm curious to where a lot of them go. Like, I know... Yeah. I know Hazelnutty says she isn't leaving. Okay. I, I know uh, Talios and Nevatel haven't said what they're doing yet. Uh, Preach hasn't said... Preach is, like, the mega hardcore. He says he doesn't know what he's doing yet. Valular said he's probably going to stick around, but also, like, monitor the situation. Right. So, like... A lot of the big... Because you remember, WoW was a huge game. It was around for a very fucking long time. Uh, and there are a lot of content creators who, like, Preach ha- preach averages, you know, 50k a video. Hmm. Like, which... That means Preach, on average, makes, I'd say, a couple hundred dollars a video. Not including wow. his streams. <laughs> like he probably makes about a hundred to two hundred dollars a video, then you include his streams, then you include his Good sponsorships. Rate. Um, you know, so he's you know he's he's making a living off of it, for yeah. Sure, but like, it's tight. Right, of course. Um, You're not doing stuff on the side. Yeah. So. So yeah. Um, it's rough out there. Yep. Uh, like so yeah like be chill the content creators if you like a wow content creator feel free to watch them still like it's fine um you know or blizzard in general like i'm you know i'm sure overwatch content creators are not thrilled right now yeah i bet um yeah speak on it and act for change like that's the thing about this is like this isn't a lost cause necessarily this is like boycotting all that is just one way of sending a message of like we want this to change because we do love your games mm. like fuck and to be fair there are a lot of people in the company who have had that exact sentiment it's like look we want to yes. do better because we love blizzard entertainment and the blizzard community and blizzard games and right. like like i said um i'm just shelving this stuff for now Right. If if the right changes take place, and you know the you know we found that hey Blizzard's a great place to work now, and we're making the best games we ever made, and look how cool Diablo Four is in two years, then hey man, cool, awesome, right? I'll fucking I'll jump into Diablo Four with a song in my heart. But like changes need to be made. Changes need to be made. Like they stopped uh, development of World of Warcraft, right? Yep. It has been basically ground to a halt, which is what needs to happen. Just kind of company wide, at least for, at very least for Blizzard. Yeah, like, like so. so yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, and like and, you know, and you you gotta hope for the best. You you of really course. gotta hope that we don't get a situation where like eh, it blows over in a couple of months and nothing changes. Right. Um, what you would think after this reaction? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I I hope I hope they make the necessary changes because it can be done. But then again, like I also would think they would make the necessary changes when it came to uh, how they were handling content in World of Warcraft, uh, and just like turning shit into a massive grind when that's not fun. Like that seems not. Like not the hardest problem to solve. Yeah, uh, you want know to yet fun? Quinn playing you know. System of a Down, and then me casting a bunch of spells around him, so it looks like we're doing a rock show. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard, Manaward, 
time, fucking <laughs> scythe, blah, blah. And I'm just like, did all these made spells around him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Goddamn. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's be better. God damn it. Be less shit. <laughs> much, much less shit, please and thank you. Yes. Um, like, it's... It's not, like... And I want to address men here for a second, because... Aaron, I, 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 don't, I don't know if you've ever been in a very... Like, I know you didn't do, like, sports, and I'm not sure how fucking much uh, music is a boys club, but... Sure. Um, yeah. I've been in a lot of, like, what you would call boys clubs. Yeah. Um, and there's a... And, you know, gentlemen, there's a difference between, like, fucking barracks talk, dicking around, and actual harassment. Um, and, and I and I think that needs to be stated. You know, I I played football for years. There's a lot of what you would call barracks talk, dicking around, even saying fucking perverted shit. But no one actually did anything. Hmm. No, no one actually harassed women and did shit or brought it into work. You know. I, <coughs> um. And, and I think that's very important. <coughs> to say there you know there's also w what does not help is like there's an assumption that what you determine to be fun and what you determine to be abusive is not the same those standards aren't held to the same you know lines as by everyone else and right. so yeah, you need to like really think about how other people are and, um, receiving a situation. And, and also, like, you can tell if someone's uncomfortable most of the time. If you say something that makes someone uncomfortable, fucking stop. Mm -hmm. You know, like, time and place. Time and fucking place. Like, there's a fucking time and place to have dick jokes and, you know, fucking talk about shit. And there's a time to fucking not. You know, especially at the fucking workplace. You know, like... Mm -hmm. For the love of God, you know, I, I like I reading some of the shit is just appalling. Yeah, you know? and, and like there, there's a difference between gawking an attractive woman and privately commenting on it, and then going up to her and harassing her at work about it. Mm -hmm. There's a very big difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've seen women say lewd, crude shit about men. Sure. Okay. No, no one's no one's innocent about this shit. Alright? I've seen... Okay, I've been in a car while women have catcalled men. Alright? Sure. Um, but the difference is, in this particular case, is they're not bothering anyone. It's not harassment. It's not in the fucking workplace. Etc. 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 And I feel like this is, like, baby's first conversation. But when shit like this comes out, you gotta have it. Mm -hmm. so it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, like, like uh, you know. Like, like there, there's, you know. It, like, yeah. I, I don't, you know. I don't know what else to say beyond that. You know? 
it, it's just like what sucks is it's not it's definitely not the first time we've had this conversation about this topic no it's not and it's like it's very much it's very much this thing of like fucking you know like gentlemen step the fuck up like it's not that fucking hard you know like it's it's not it's not that hard to fucking like go to work and be respectful to fucking women Mm-hmm. Like it's it's fucking not, you know. And like you can still have your fucking barracks talk and your dumb shit, and your fucking dick jokes and your fucking shit behind closed doors. Okay, as long as you're actually intending to be respectful to the women that are in your lives and outside right. of your lives. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've been in some locker rooms where some heinous shit is said. But the sure. second they are around their fucking girlfriend, mom, etc., those dudes are fucking angels. You know, like it, it, it's, it's, you know, and I, I think what Asmongold said was perfect. Like, I like dick jokes. I like women with fucking big titties in my video games. But I don't act on horrible shit. And if I see I'm making someone uncomfortable, I feel bad and I stop. Mm-hmm. You know, <coughs> um, hence key differences. Yeah. 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 Like I, you know. Goddamn. I don't know. It also helps that like I had a mother and a father and a coach who found out if you ever disrespected a woman, they would beat you with a wooden spoon until you couldn't walk. Uh. It's like, uh, I, to this day, I can just imagine it. You said what to that girl? Ah. Uh, uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's a big subject. It's a real big subject that yeah, um, society in general still needs to reckon with. It, it Yeah, and it's the fact that it's like still all these years later, still all this stuff. It's just like... Oh. Let's be better. Let's do it. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you know, I'll do this for Parker. Star Trek Online is also an MMO. You, <laughs> you know what? As someone who's played Star Trek Online, that game's not bad. I don't care for it, but you know what, Parker? It's for you, buddy. If and, you like Star Trek, which I don't. So, well, that's a problem. <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, goddamn. You know, go. You know, so go be good people. Go fucking. If you're a, if you're a Blizzard content creator, go spread good messages and do good shit. If you're working at Blizzard, make the right changes to your work environment. Do everything you can to be, you know, yep. know what's going on. Uh, if you're, you know, the, the, you know, if you're, if you're part of the Blizzard people who are leaving like me, go spread positivity to your new games. If yep. you're, if you're staying at the Blizzard games, make sure the right changes are made within that community. Um, and yeah, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, so, does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns before we call today? Anything else going on, y'all? Um, I'm gonna check out Pokemon Unite. 
gonna so dumb. Uh, play more Final Fantasy fourteen. That's never ending. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you, I broke uh, not the VR headset, but the strap on it. Oh no! Yeah, because like apparently when I was shuffling around with stuff over in that corner, I must I like must have chipped the plastic. So I went to go pick it up yesterday. I was like, I'm going to go for some Beat Saber. <laughs> Fuck. So that was $50 down the tubes that I got picked up today. Shit. Um, All right. So anyway, back to what I was saying, though. Uh, so, yeah, no new questions, it seems. So yep. uh, let's go over what's going on. So we're on Spotify and iTunes. The links. Yes. Uh, you should go find us there. Super Gamecast 2. Uh, if you're not following us on Spotify and or iTunes, you should. And Amazon Music, because it yep. helps us, and you can listen to us not here. So, that'd be good. Then yeah. you have, uh, we are, it's not us, we have new people. New people. On Tuesday, they're doing their new show, it's called The Show Show. Where Is that really what it's called? I was, lo- I, <laughs> you posted that in the Discord, I was like, what? what? Alright, yes. The Show sure. Show, yep. Uh, with Emily and Thomas. They're going to be reviewing two movies every week uh, and going through them. Uh, I just... So, get with Emily. Get her set up on the Instagram. I got Thomas mm-hmm. set up on XSplit and everything last night. Sure. Um, so, there's that. Then we have uh, on Thursday, we are going to hopefully have Pirate Night. All right. If not, we'll do Final Fantasy fourteen again. Yeah, sure. Um, why not? And then on Friday, I need to talk to Derek, but we'll get Halo hopefully running. Um, And yeah, that'll be it. Uh, We love you guys. Uh, We'll see you next week. Podcast, same beautiful podcast time, same beautiful podcast place. And we love you. Normally there's people to raid, but there's no one to raid right now. So, All right. Bye, guys. See ya. It's the end of the world as we know it.